Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 110. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Hello. I do this now. You don't know how to do it right. I know. Have you ever heard a voice like this come out of a man like me? I have now. Anyway, Real Talk. Real <laughs> Talk's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. You'll see a link somewhere in the description of this video. Somewhere. Into our podcast, <laughs> www.theremnant.life slash real. That's R-E-A-L dash talk. Boom. Click it. Go down to submit a question. You can put a topic, question, thought in there. We get it. It's anonymous. Yep. And Cannot or. Find you. Couldn't find you if we tried. And or if you'd just like to uh, do so in the comments, you're more than welcome. Yeah. We got some encouraging comments last week, so um, we appreciate that. Our YouTube following is not as big mm-hmm. as our others. Uh, we kind of got on that late, so we got a little encouragement from someone on YouTube. We yeah, thank you know. guys so much. So appreciated that. That's the gist of it. And so here that we are. That is the gist. 110 deep. One. One zero. That's it. That's all I got. So, hey, good show. Um, That's it. See you guys later. So, <laughs> we've been doing some different types of shows lately. Yep. Um, for instance, we have been doing uh, Topical Tuesdays. That's right. Last week we did that. This week, uh, we're going to talk about kind of old format. We've got three questions that came in. That's right. They're good ones. But before that, we'll kind of catch you guys up on what our lives are Lacking about or thoughts we've had, maybe those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Oh, I know. So I know what the man's talking about. <laughs> so, uh, so man, I'll I'll begin. I love when I, I see Funter and Clint just shake his head and just <laughs> saddening disgust because he knows there's nothing we can do now. It's already fi- it's already filmed. It's yeah. It's uh, now stone, the man. rock is rolling is down the hill and there's nothing we can do. Darn alive. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're gonna hope for no explosion. He put that at the bottom of the story. If you're watching, if you're listening to this on podcast, it sounds so ridiculous. So, man, how have you been? What's the good Lord been teaching you on the road of life? It's a highway. We're gonna ride it all night. No, wrong song. Why is that the highway song you would go to? ACDC's popular. I was going with life is a highway. Life I will ride it. Yeah, you went straight to Highway to Hades. That's where you went. Also, and copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Hey, we're, hey, we're, we're allowed to mention seconds. stuff. Yeah, man, it's all good. Um, it's more of that. That's the one you went with. That's like you thought. That's the one I would reference some, right here some, on Real Talk. Some rock, <laughs> some rock roots, man. It's kicking in. <laughs> anyway, how's my life been? So. Like I was, t- I think I told you guys this last time, but the last time we caught up on our lives, it's, it was kind of hard to remember because I, for so long, our format has just been sharing our lives every week. Well, now we kind of do it like every other week, every two weeks. So now I'm trying to nice. That was a good rip. Um, I got to remember, you know, what has happened, and so I've been reading, and I, I was trying to pull up my Bible app real quick because I had some some highlights. I actually wanted to. To share with you guys. You didn't have it prepared ahead of time? No, I didn't. So we're um, just going to sit here in awkwardness. While so Matthew, oh, okay, it's it. in Matthew. <laughs> so I was reading through Matthew, and I was on Matthew 23. And I also went into Matthew 24. And it was Jesus, and he was saying, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You're like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and, and every impurity. In the same way, on the outside, you seem righteous to people, but inside you're full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. And it just made me go, man, how often do I remember 
how often do I remember that? You know, we are always just one moment away from being in that same crowd, right? Like, we claim to be on the other side, right? Like, I've heard you say this over and over again. You talk about, you know, we so often think we're the ones that are being stoned, but really we're the ones who are holding the stones waiting to throw them. And it's just so, I feel like we always, as Christians, we forget, including myself, that we often are holding that stone or we're, or we're one moment away from picking up that stone, right, to throw. And that's made me think about, you know, life and, like, how seriously do I take my faith? And then I had another one, which is in 24, is Matthew 24, 12 to 24. And it says, because lawlessness will multiply, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be delivered. This good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed in all the world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. And so, um, just kind of, you know, he talks about that, and then he's, you know, it's next chapter over in 24, talking about the continuation of lawlessness, and it's going to multiply, and the love of many will grow cold. And it just kind of, it, it made me think, like, you know, a lot of people probably think this is like a, you know, thinking prophetically of the end times. Like, that's not what this is, what I'm going to say, but, like, it does make me go, man, like, what does the world become, you know? The world has become cold, you know? Without without God, without Jesus, you know, what do people people are just so inside of themselves, and they don't, want, you know, they're out for themselves, and they're so selfish, you know. And then even us as Christians in the Church of the Capital C, even though we believe what we believe, we still have those times, right? More than more than we like to admit of selfishness and all this. And I don't know, man. It just had me thinking. And but the beautiful, but the beauty in it is, like he said, like it says here, but the one who endures to the end will be delivered. And what that, you know, enduring, you know, not changing your ways just because the world is changing, you know, keeping your heart soft and open and following Jesus and to be delivered. What does that mean? Well, you know, to go to heaven, yeah. you know, and I don't know, man, it just had me thinking about, I think there's times where I get wrapped up in life and what's in front of me, which is good because I can struggle with that. But then I also forget about eternity sometimes, mm. you know. And so that that kind of brought me back to, like, especially when it said, like, you'll be delivered. I was like, man, you know, I haven't thought about eternity for a while. And what a beautiful thing it is that because I'm saved and because, you know, I put my faith in Jesus that I, you know, I am, I am able to rest in the fact that I know where I'm going after all this, you know. I know what my eternity is, and so many don't. And that's why what we're here for. This is what the show is all about, you know, to re to reach those who are struggling or to reach those who don't even know Jesus, you know, because they don't they don't know about their eternity. They think they do, but they don't. And that, you know, then that leads me down another place of like, man, I am so thankful where I'm at because I was one of them. You know, I was I was a guy who didn't know he's his eternity and I didn't think there was any point in life and I, and I was just careless and I didn't care about anything. And now, you know, God plucked me out, plucked me out of my, my situation in life and said, Hey man, I'm here. And here I am, dude. It's just crazy. You know, it's got me, it's got me like reflecting in like in a good way of how impactful, how, how impactful life is when you find Jesus it's all, it all has a purpose now. And, and I don't know, man, I guess conviction out of that is 
wanting to spread the gospel more. I guess I felt I felt a more I felt a, a stirring again. Sometimes it can kind of die away, you know, where like you're just kind of like going through the motions. And you're like, yeah, man, like I'm just kind of doing whatever. And like you're nice to people, sure, but like you forget to like, hey, man, like, are we showing these people Jesus? And I, I guess I'm starting to feel that I'm, I feel that stirring in me again, which is so awesome. Um, so that that was really cool in my reading. That really just I don't know made me think a lot. Um, and as far as just life, life itself, the day to day, it's been good, man. I feel like I've just been I've been in a good place, joyful. You know, I've been I've been it feels like I've been productive, so that helps a lot when I'm productive. You know, that that seems to correlate with like oh, I feel pretty okay. You know, because I'm not just like sitting there thinking I like I'm the worst. <laughs> um, overall, I'd say I'm in a pretty good place, man. Very exciting. Listen, guys, here's another thing. Man, the Internet's a crazy place, I'll tell you that much. It's wild, dude. You know, we've we've discussed before, you know, we, we've discussed before, like, what, you know, the this idea of, you know, people being so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess blind to, like, oh, like, there's, we're set in our ways, you know, of, you know, what society is like, you know, because, you know, all, clearly back when the election was going on, all that stuff, we, we had, you know, we, were, we talked about it a lot, you know, with people not wanting to look at certain things. And, man, it's just crazy, you know. I think people need to remember, like, hey, you know, the world we live in is dangerous. You know, I think especially for us Christians, I think we forget, you know, which is fine, you know, but I guess – you don't want to be so naive that you're just kind of like walking around like la 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 and like something bad could happen, you know? And like, I don't know, man, just, just thinking about that too lately, like the world is dangerous and I don't want people to like have to like, you know, bunker down in like a hole or something, but you know, you also got to be aware, I guess. Just be aware, (laughs) be careful, you know? So yeah, that's uh, that's what what I've been up to and what I've been thinking about. <laughs> that was a lot. So no, that's good, man. I think people, that's what people want to know. Yeah, yeah. I, I the only comment I have is that I think a lot. Uh, going back to your initial topic of people, and uh, you you made mention of a lot of people are going to grow cold. You know, something that strikes me is. We, we tend to think that all Christians, or claim to be, are Christians. And I just, that, that breaks my heart. There's a lot of people who think that they are believers, that they're enduring, because they, using that terminology from that book, they're fans of Jesus. Yeah. They're not followers. And it's pretty sobering that, you know, true disciples are going to be in the minority in those times. There is, mm. There's not going to be a lot. Yeah, uh, in the big scheme of things, and you want to make sure your heart's right, and you're one of those. And uh, I don't know. I guess it's always sobering to me. It is, man. You know, and where that line is, and and that we can't tell the difference. Jesus can, and He will. He'll separate them. <laughs> yep. Um, but that we can't tell the difference uh, on this this side of heaven. So yeah, this side of that's it, it's it's sobering for sure. <clears throat> yeah. I, so that that's where I've been. So yeah. Sorry for the the it's just a uh, just a. Waterfall I was trying to interact with it, and then you just apologized again. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, you, you apologize. <sighs> this is our life. Um, okay, well, I'll move on then. Uh, things are going okay on my end. 
Uh, yeah, I, I sometimes still. It doesn't matter how many times I've been. So I've been a Christian now for. It's crazy, you know. Sixteen. I don't know. I don't know how many years. Right. Mm-hmm. Became a Christian towards the end of high school or whatever, and. Um, no matter how long I'm in it, it still feels like I'm naive sometimes to the culture or I am, I don't understand it or I don't get it. And there's little, little kind of, I won't say games, like accepted cultural norms within Christianity that I still don't understand. Um, particularly within, you know, church to church and pastors and just all this kind of like strange dynamic that I I just don't get. Mm -hmm. And I think even when I talk about it, people think that I'm kidding or they think I'm trying to be a holier than thou. And I'm not, I, I'm just, I've said this many times. If Christianity is a game, I'm not very good at playing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just not very good at it. So it's not a sad thing. I just, I've had a lot of been blessed to have a lot of interactions with other churches lately, which has been so cool and fun and encouraging. I think with that, sometimes seeing what other people have to sometimes deal with that, that I'm blessed. I don't have to here. Um, but also just sort of the weird cultural pressures that you get and like, well, we can't work together because you know, we can, but we, but the line, where's the line? And I don't Mm -hmm. know, man, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting because you, regardless, we're all sinful people. That's right. That God is continuing to work on and change and um, make more like him. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of little little things that I, I feel like a kid that's still learning sometimes, even though I'm you know, pastor or whatever, of, of what that's like within the culture. And there's good and bad in it. There's good things within that culture that, that I'm kind of like, darn, I, I got to get better at like, – I should become more like that. And then there's a lot there's a lot of things that that I'm like, I don't understand why it has to be that way. And no one really has an answer. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, that'll get really philosophical again, which probably bore you guys, but um, <laughs> the concept of denominations, the concept of non-denominations, how we put people in boxes based on the denominations they are in, which is probably the point, right? Hmm. If you claim to be XYZ, then you probably believe this right then a lot of times you'll find there aren't as many differences and then some there's mass differences and it's it's just just, yeah it's an interesting thing it is odd and like when you're talking earlier about like like you said like like the cultural pressures and stuff and all this like it's just it's interesting because i feel like and i think we've talked about this before but i feel like the reason why all that kind of stuff happens is just because of like you mentioned like like sinful nature right and like we let we we it all gets so overcomplicated because of like emotions and like people get upset, people get hurt, all these things. And like, it's just, it's just, but if they would do, if we would radically do what Jesus told us to do. So, and that's hard because pride. So if someone hurts my feelings or someone makes me frustrated, so we don't necessarily always have to bring it up because sometimes we just have to kill our pride, but sometimes we need to say those things. Um, I don't know, man. And then things can look deceptive and it's just a weird, weird dynamic sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, and then on top of that, personally, th- this is nothing really about Christianity, but you've, yeah. I'm sure Fun Turn can speak to this. If production guy was here, you guys that are close to me, Cowboy Kenny, you, <laughs> you know Kenny. this is reality. And, and I'm, this is going to sound so ridiculous. Sports are a great example for how some people interact with me in life. <clears throat> Examples. People literally, I've within the last several weeks found out, I am not, I don't think I'm a spectacular basketball player. Let's use that for example. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm a I'm a pretty good athlete. Yeah, still, absolutely. By the and I can I can I can do some work in it, but I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm not. You know, I'm not raining threes. I'm not that guy. Okay. Um, but immediately when we step onto the court, I become the guy that everyone wants to beat, right? <laughs> that everyone wants to. I've had a guy tell me, and he, and I'm not upset about this. I, I because. I, the, even yesterday, or I was talking to a guy, and he, he good-naturedly said, yeah, man, I, you're just the one I always, I want to block you. He The first time he ever played with us, ever seen me play, <laughs> like, I just want you. I want to block you. And we talked about other people that, like, they want, I want Todd. I want to guard Todd. I want to do this to him. And I'm like, why? I don't even, like, I just, you know, I'm the guy that people want to try to take down, and I don't know why that is. How many times, and you both know this, have I... You know my heart. I'm not this, that I'm sitting there going, why do you think people want to take me out in I don't, sports? Yeah, I don't know. And man. then the funny thing is, sometimes I don't even say it, and somebody will come up, fun turned to the other day. He goes, hey, man, I saw it, this guy. It's true. I saw it happen. Like, I don't even say anything. He's like, I heard him. They want to take you down. Yeah. Right? And uh, that, that bleeds into other areas of life sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you guys know me. That's the funny part. I have no idea why that is. But the other side of it is, I think sometimes in life, it's kind of a hurt for me because. I don't know if it's the persona I put off. I don't. It's weird that because people are like, you're super confident, Todd. It's funny, man, because I can I can live confidently in what God's called me to do and yeah. be and stand up for what I think. But I have a lot of insecurities myself. So I don't walk around thinking I'm cool or, uh, you know, whatever, good looking or any of these positive things people may think about themselves. I don't think that. So a lot of times when I find out that people like want to take me down or like, I don't know. They, they, they dis. I feel like, particularly leader type personalities, yeah, want immediately want to be a rival to me, and I don't understand it. And it, and I don't know if it's something I. So I tend to say it's something I'm putting off versus just right. who I am, because I don't <laughs> think, and you guys can attest this. I don't yeah. think I'm a jerk. I don't think I come off as arrogant. Uh, I really don't. I. So sometimes I, I guess I always am like, why, why does this happen? I don't, yeah, dude, it's, it's an odd thing. I don't know. You um, said, have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, I've right? seen it. I've seen it. And like, so I use basketball as a symbol for like, it happens in life too. Yes. Right? Yes, it does. And so typically it's guys with strong personalities. They, they tend to want to, you are polarizing. Yeah. But, but why is it always a certain type of person? Why is it always a, not always, most of the time it's this like self either self-described leader or a person who is in a position of leadership or mm-hmm. someone who is, you know, type A personality using the phrase, like they just naturally get upset, you know, and then, mm-hmm. I, or like, I don't know. Um, it's just, that's just a personal like Todd thing that has come up a lot lately. Yeah. This is real talk. We haven't shared that in a while. That's not even necessarily about my faith, though it can affect us sometimes. It can be well, sure. Absolutely, man. Because there's, this is the thing too. When someone does that, I'm not going to back down. Right. Although in life, I don't really enter into those things. I have pride. Everyone does. Okay. Those of you who are listening, man, I'm telling you right now, I don't have pride the way a lot of people do though. Like mm-hmm. if there's a guy who gets in a, let's use a phrase, peeing contest with me just in life, say in church or in social situations, you've been there. I don't really enter into those. I'm like, whatever. Like I right. don't, I don't need to prove myself. Exactly. I just don't. Right. I don't. Sports are a little different because I'm a competitor. So if someone wants it, I'm going to bring it. Right? right. Like that's, so it's just an odd dynamic for me. Yes. And I and and I <laughs> I know people listening, I don't know. It's just an odd dynamic for me sometimes. Sure. Well well it's I'm sure it's hard, man, because like you said, excuse me. You know, 
th- those are one of those times where in the midst of that stuff, like you said, like you don't view yourself, you don't naturally view yourself in, in a positive light of like you said, like, oh, like, like I'm confident, all these things, right? So I don't know if maybe it feels weird because I don't, do you, maybe you find yourself like, well, I have a guilt think, complex th- thinking of first. other reasons why they'd be doing that. Sure. Right? So like, instead of like the stuff that, you know, so like you said, since you don't think of yourself in the light of like confidence or like like good looking, like all that. Yeah, like I do, that and I, I mean, you can attest to that. I yeah. don't walk around thinking that. No, you don't. Okay. So maybe maybe it feels weird because instead of it being that stuff, because you don't think that way, it's other stuff. That's really good, and I think you're right. So I naturally go, I did something wrong, or I yes, I did something to offend them. You know, mm-hmm. like or it's something even deeper about your personality. Yeah, like I'm just unlikable, which isn't. I think the word you used is polarizing. And I used to think, oh, people who love me or hate me. When I realized it's not really that, it's certain personality types. Mm. So, but I always come back to, because people that have been really close to me will tell me positive things. It's almost hard to say here because, guys, I'll be honest. I can speak to other people. I struggle to say positive things about myself. Mm-hmm. I, I struggle to say what I'm about to say because I'm like, I don't ever want to come off as arrogant. But, you know, people that love me are like, okay, it's because you come off as confident. It's because you're XYZ and it makes people feel insecure or whatever. But I don't think that way. You're right. Yeah. And it's even hard for me to believe that. So I'm already thinking, okay, it's got to be something wrong or whatever. (laughs) Exactly. That's Uh probably why it feels so weird. Yeah, it does. It really does feel weird. So, but there's a book called Wild at Heart. You guys, if you've been longtime listeners, it changed my life. One of my favorite books Mm -hmm. that um, is nonfiction. And he, there's a statement there I've tried to, I, I took a lot of what he taught and his mentoring me in a way and I applied it to my life. And one of them is, um, let the world feel the weight of who you are and let them deal with it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we, and, and then I've kind of thought of it this way and said it to you guys even, is we should never dim our light, dim who we are to make other people comfortable. That's right. right? And um, so I try to live out of that, but it still stinks sometimes when it happens, you know? Well, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, there's a, it's always hard when it's right there in the moment, right? Yeah. Like like when you're, when it's standing in front of you, you mm-hmm. know, when it's... That's yeah, that's true, man. So that's kind of where I'm at. Nothing, nothing like dramatic or sad. It's just always fascinating. Sport yeah. wise, I'm gonna tell you right now. You want it, I'll bring it. That's any <laughs> sport because I like to compete. And the thing about just me too, bring it. You know this. Like, listen, I'll go all out and we'll battle. And but it's it's on. I was raised that way as an athlete. When it's done, it's done. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't like that though. Yeah, that's true. Right, which is tough too. And I also hate excuse makers. Listen, if you're gonna play a sport out there, if you're an athlete. Don't whine. Don't make excuses. Okay? You didn't lose by 20 points because you got fouled one time. So you might as well, why you even bring it up? Mm-hmm. You you know what I mean? Like those kinds right. of things. You lost by 18. Yeah. If you made the free throws. The only time I even think about, so for instance, the Baylor-Gonzaga. Was it Gonzaga? No, the Baylor. Yeah, it was Gonzaga. No, the girl one. Oh, was, actually, I have no idea. You ever heard about this? So this is true. I can't remember the two teams. Someone will probably... Um, to go to the national championship females, it was, I mean, literally lost by two or one, and it's a clear foul, straight in the face, no call, end of the game. Yeah. That's different, right? But I can also be like as an athlete, why'd you let it get down to that? Why'd you let yourself get down? Bottom line, things are happening. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a real athlete out there, and this, this applies to life, you can't control the external. That's why I love sports, man. It's a microcosm of life. It really is. You can either say, you know, gosh darn it, if my if that teacher liked me, I would have got better grades. Well, make it so that it doesn't matter because human that does affect sometimes. But be so excellent that it doesn't matter if they dislike you. They can't. 
it would literally be it. it would be too blatant. Yeah, yeah, yeah they can't deny it. Right? So I don't know, man. Approach that with life. You know, out there, if you're whoever you are, guys, particularly, man, don't be that guy. Don't be the whiner. Don't be the don't be the one who blames on everything else. Mm-hmm. Rise above the circumstances. It's good. And be be a baller, right? And then apply like that, that to life. So I baller don't shot collar. Let's get it. Okay. <sighs> this guy. <laughs> I want it to be known. Fun turn. That I tried to interact with the stuff he said, by the way. You heard me, right? Or, okay. Actually, no, I'm glad you're bringing this up because I want to explain myself. So I I think the reason why I did that is because I was trying to make sure I, I was trying to segue into make, tell, asking you how your week's been and how you're doing. And then, even then, I didn't get to. <laughs> <laughs> this is a classic real talk thing. Uh, I love it, though, man. I appreciate it. <sighs> I promise. I don't know what happened when we used to have like because when we're together alone, yeah, we have a very natural. You'll ask me questions, yeah, I'll, and if somehow this camera turns on and it just becomes we talk at each other and that's it. Sometimes <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense uh, because that is not how our interactions are in day to day life. I get nervous. I do you? Yeah, sometimes. Really? So After all this time? Yeah, sometimes still. I don't. The only Especially thing I get nervous live. about is like. Like, really? Some yeah, especially live. You don't. I don't. I guess I've never known that. It helps me. Yeah. I don't really get nervous anymore. I guess I get stressed sometimes on live, particularly yeah. because we can't. For instance, last week the internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that um, kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, good stuff. Appreciate you guys listening. Life. That's another thing though. God. Going back. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I will go back to sports real quick. So yeah. a lot of people. I, have I ever, I'm going to throw something out. I think every guy in the world, they're going to be lying, should have to play one year football, even if they're kids. I think that's awesome. Why football? It could be any sport. But I think football is weird because it's such a true team sport, right? Like, mm-hmm. You really do need everybody. You need everybody. Mm-hmm. One pl- a play, everybody could do something right, and if one person messes up, it destroys the entire play. That's right. You know what I mean? Why did I think about that? Just thinking about life in general. Like... Have me it going back to the reliance on you know, others. It, te- dude, it, te- it teamwork. teaches you so much. Yeah, you're right. And that's why I said one year because I think even playing when you're a kid, right? Playing when you're ten. Mm-hmm. I knew a guy. Excuse me. So sorry. This guy is a brilliant guy, genius. Mm-hmm. I think he ended up even getting into like Harvard or MIT. I think he went to MIT, like wow. in my high school. He played a year of football, seventh grade. And like looking back on it, it's crazy, you know. I think that if you knew this guy later on, but that guy played a year of football, That's and awesome. I think it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, you know, and <clears throat> could be anything. I'm not saying other sports aren't as good. I'm mean, sure. not, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, just think about like I think looking back on being, I think athletics are so cool because, and if you're an adult now and you can't play athletics, okay, go pick whether it's working out running walking every morning something mm-hmm. that pushes you to do things when you're not comfortable because that's so <clears throat> it's so crucial to life man it really is it's so true because when you sink into because when you sink into um what's the word i'm looking for i don't know man i don't like when i can't think of words sink into comfort, comfort mediocrity it, uh, uh uh, complacency, I Ooh, guess. Good word, yeah. Complacency is a good word. Yeah. So, like, when you sink into complacency, you know, it's hard because you get so you get so comfortable in that complacency, but you're sad. That's what's so weird about life, man. Is when you are in a, and when you are complacent in life, 
you are so sad, but you're so comfortable. It doesn't matter that you're sad unless you are willing to break past that and realize that you're going to feel better. You're going to be better if you break out of that. That's the thing about fear because I, because th- you're hundred percent right. So I started thinking, okay, well, why do people do that? Why are they, ra- why would they rather be sad and complacent and do things? Because that is the power of fear. Yes. I would rather literally rather not be afraid and mm-hmm. do something different and be sad. Yes. Then pop, then like have to push through some fear, mm-hmm. you know, and right. take a chance on not being sad. And overcome some hurdles here. And, and, and that's not mocking. Fear is, fear is a powerful oh, it's, thing. It's terrifying. Like, yeah. Like when, when you were fun attended. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when you were fearful, cause I'm a fearful person. Well, I am, I'm willing to admit that. Like I am fearful of a lot of things, mm-hmm. but you don't know in that moment it's fear. It doesn't no. feel like fear. No. It right. doesn't feel like fear. Like it, anxiety. What is anxiety? Mm-hmm. If it isn't fear in some capacity, right? It is. It, right. it is a, it's a fear of whatever. And, and then you become so overcome by so many different fears that at that point, you don't even, you have to call it anxiety because you can't even put a finger on what you're scared of. Exactly. Anxiety <laughs> is like the lack of knowing what you're fearful of. That's good. It's true. Good stuff. Anyway, don't yeah, be afraid. That was, that was God nice. says, um, <clears throat> perfect love casts out all fear. Um, I'm paraphrasing uh, those that fear have not been perfected in love and what that means that's not a shameful thing it's like you haven't grasped how much God loves you because if you did you'd mm. never be afraid amen dude and I certainly know I haven't been perfected in love nope, so let's dive are. into these questions okay because I have to go to the restroom so <laughs> uh, here we go question one that I have is as okay. Christians we are called to not gossip does that mean we are also supposed to stop gossip to stop the gossiping between believers and non-believers so essentially this person is saying, I know we're supposed to stop gossiping as believers. We should call each other. Yeah. But now maybe I'm in the workplace and I hear some gossip between like non-believers. You can definitely instill that. I think that's, cre- that's, that's creating culture. It's setting culture. It's what we talk about here at the Redmond a lot. You know, if you hear two coworkers, you know, talking about so-and-so, you know, it's okay to ask questions. Like, yeah, have you talked to them about this? Because that's the thing. I think so many people think setting culture is going, stop. You don't do that. Like that's <laughs> or not, else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's not what it is. Yeah. It's getting people to stop and actually think and, and try to help them realize what they're doing oh and how unhealthy it is. It's true, man. So, like, ask some questions. Have you went to this person about this situation? <clears throat> oh, you haven't? Well, why not? You know, maybe you should. And maybe that'll – and then if they do it, cool. If they don't, you still did. You still did something to try to change and set culture. I like that, man. I think asking questions and just pointing yes. to it. Um, but you can't, like – you, it's not. It's going to be different. You can't appeal to them through their faith, right? Like, hey, Jesus doesn't says not to exactly. They're not going to get that, and they don't nope. care. But I think two ways you can stop it, right? One is never enter into it. That's good. Uh, I've known people. It's pretty cool. Yep, I've seen it happen. Take. I've seen people walk away when gossip starts. They don't say anything. They don't make dr- drama. They just kind of. They don't even do it. Huff and puff, and they just. They remove themselves. Eventually, what ended up happening is someone says, hey, why do you always walk away? And they're like, because I, I don't like being a part of gossip. Mm-hmm. You know, you let them ask you. And the other thing is, yeah, just asking questions or maybe even suddenly being like, oh, you know, I hear you guys talking about Bob. Why don't you just go ask him? Yep. But um, so are you called to in a sense of like Jesus as a disciple? No, because I think that goes back to throwing your pearls before swine. You can't hold a non-believer to believing a believer's standards because they don't first off they're not equipped with the holy spirit to even be able to fully d- grasp that right so you 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 don't have a responsibility to do that do, overall is god's way better and you just said that like not mm-hmm. gossiping creates a better environment 100 percent. oh yeah and that we can choose to speak into that by asking questions mm-hmm. not taking part in it 
And, but don't carry the weight of their decisions because you can't do it. Exactly. So good, good stuff. Great question. Nice. Rapid fire. Next question. Did Judas go to heaven? That was a bomb. Watch this. I'm going to put a little rocket that comes through the screen. <laughs> so ridiculous. All right, what was the question? <laughs> Did Judas go to heaven? No, I don't believe so. Um, it's not because he couldn't have been forgiven. Judas never sought forgiveness. He never repented. He never sought it. In fact, he did the ultimate example of rebellion by taking his own life, right, and saying, I'm not. So people are like, he said he was sorry. No, he felt guilt. Yeah. Guilt is different than true remorse and repentance. He never went to Jesus. He never went to God. It says he went to the people, said, don't do this, because he went, you know, guilt's about I don't want to feel bad. Repentance is about how we make others feel. That's a crucial difference. That's the difference. Guilt is about how I feel. Re choosing to be remorseful and repentant is about making the other person how they feel, right? Good, Wronging man. them. That's good. Um, so Judas, Judas never did that to the very end. He That's never right. truly got it. Mm. And uh, also we know, you know, he's called the son of destruction, the son of perdition. That means he, you know, the one doomed for destruction. Doesn't mean that God made him do it. People are like, oh, so he was set up to fail. No, God knew he would. You know, that's the crazy thing is that this is so hard for people to understand. Judas had a choice till the very end. Just because God knew what he was going to choose didn't mean he made him choose it. Uh, so, yeah, that's my answer to that. No, I do not believe Judas is in heaven. I would agree to me, and I don't know. I think you, you put it perfectly. I'm going to have right. anything to add to that. Uh, last one of the day. Okay. This, and this is a good one, man. This is what Real Talk's all about. Oh, this is my favorite question. <laughs> Things on a Game swivel, line, bro. That thing, woof. Yeah. Um, but yes, this is what Real Talk's all about. I love this question. I know we kind of discussed it briefly. Like, this is awesome because this mm -hmm. is, it's just raw. So last question of the day is, I never thought I'd consider this, but is it wrong to get another bank account by yourself if your spouse repeatedly says, well, okay, so they say, like, or... <laughs> Why do you do this? <laughs> My bad. Let me you try again. You cannot read a question. <laughs> don't edit it as you read. Just read it. <laughs> there were just parentheses and it messed me up. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Punctuation causes me problems. All right, go on. Starting Let's try over. this again. I never thought I'd consider this, but is it wrong to get a bank account by yourself if your spouse repeatedly spends a lot of money over budget, no matter how many times you calmly show grace, etc.? Even when finances are bad and it just keeps happening. Was there something you skipped in that? It looks like you did. Yes, in the parentheses it says, like over they they've done it like over ten weeks in a row. Okay. Yeah. Why did you skip the parentheses? I think you I, don't know how to read parentheses, do you? Not really, to be honest with you. To <laughs> be like, honest with you, all right. Like, how would I say it? All right. Now let me see it real quick. I. All right, this is how I would read it. I never thought I would consider this, but it's wrong to get... Okay, let me start over. You made me laugh. I never thought I would consider this, but is it wrong to get another bank account by yourself if your spouse repeatedly, say like over 10 weeks in a row, spends a lot of money over budget no matter how many times you calmly show grace, etc. Even when finances are bad already, it just keeps happening. Nice. Well, so done. We'll use that one. No, no, we're not. We're using this whole thing. <laughs> so uh, you just asked. Hey, I don't know how you... How would you read that? So... This is why people don't like me. Um, <laughs> no, no. I was like, no, not your fault. Just oh. how I am as a person. Question. Yes. Um, so I'm assuming in this case that your spouse and you are both believers. I get the feeling. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. um, 
I do not think you're for, I, I think you're skipping a lot of steps. That's yes. Right. So what I would encourage you to do is to involve someone else and not without, not like tattling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my, my hope is that you are in community and that you can say, you know, Hey, uh, I don't know if it's guy or girl, but let's say, Hey honey, can we go talk to pastor? Can mm-hmm. we go talk to, you know, X, Y, Z about this? Yeah. Um, because what we're having here, if you've talked to them about it and it's affecting your life, you know, it's affecting your ability to pay your bills, put food on the table, all those kinds of yeah. things. This is a bigger issue than, than just overspending. Yeah. Right? And it's absolutely. an unwillingness to take responsibility. Big deal. So if you're the husband, if it's the husband that's overspending, which it tends to be sometimes, actually it's both sides. Yeah. So let's say it's the husband who's overspending. You know, they're not being very good uh, in that in that instance. This isn't overall. They're not being very good stewards and leaders of the home in that specific area. It doesn't mean they're right. not in other areas. And if it's the wife that's doing it, she's not being very submissive, for lack of a better word, and following your lead when you've said, hey, we need to not do this. That's right. So if it were me, first step is we talk about it. Sounds like you already have. They keep doing it over and over. I'd be curious to know how they're responding when you bring it up. Are they getting mad? Are yeah. they just ignoring it? Are, they, are be... they saying, hey, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm. The next thing I would do is, well, then you 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 bring someone with you, right? It kind of goes to Matthew 18. I was about to say that, yeah. And, and you invite someone into the situation. Right, that process applies, man. And it's not, guys, it doesn't have to be as awkward as it sounds. Because if this is how it all goes together. If you're, that, if you didn't have a relate, if you don't have a relationship with your pastor or you don't have a relationship with someone in a life group or someone, another believer, then this becomes awkward because then it's like, okay, I'm going to go bring a random person into our business, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be that way. Right. If I have a close friend, so say it was, uh, I don't know, say it was you and your girlfriend, you guys yeah. get married. I have a relationship with both of you. We're in community. There would, it wouldn't be weird for you to be like, Hey, can let's go talk to Todd about this and bring someone else in exactly or vice versa. Like, Hey, yes. you know, let's get someone else. Excuse me. If you don't believe me, believe them. Like, let's look at this other Let's bring them in on it. Yes. Um, you know, that would be what I would do first. I think it's it's very dangerous territory to start just going off on your own mm. and making those decisions because it's naturally creating a division in your marriage, right? It's creating yes. areas that are secretive. Mm. And I don't mean to make it dramatic, but then like what happens the next, so then you start making secretive decisions in a different area. Sure. You, Where well, does yeah, that you're, lead? You're opening doors. Absolutely. Yeah. You're opening doors to you know, darker roads. And you can also, if, if you don't want to bring someone else in first, why don't you just say, hey, honey, how do you feel about us just making another, like I make another bank account, you're struggling to like not go over budget. What if we just have this other bank account that, you know, you don't really have access to that's for, to make sure we don't do that. that you know what I mean? And if they're yeah. on board with it, then, then there you yeah, go. There you go. Problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. if they're on, I, like I would too. ask them first, if they're completely against that, so like, no, you're not doing that. Plus they're overspending. Yeah. Then it's time to bring someone else in, on it, whether agree. it's your pastor, maybe your parents, if you're both close with your parents, mm-hmm. you know, and they're believers, something like that. That's what I, that's my suggestion. Is that that's clear? Good. Fun turn. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Fun? That's okay. good, man. Yeah. Great question. So, so yes. honest and real. And I love that you said that. This is the type of stuff that real talk should It is. It this is what it's about. about. This stuff right here. You know, because stuff that you real, feel uncomfortable to that's ask. That's real life wrestling. Yeah. I love that. And um, if you're listening and this is your question, you feel like you want to give us some more details to get a better answer, go ahead and shoot that in there and that's just right. reference this question about um, the other bank account. We'll know what you mean and we'll dive into that. That's right. But that would be my advice, my advice to you. Awesome. 
All right, man. I got nothing else. Do you? Uh, other than thank you guys so much for watching. Hey, you know what? If you're on YouTube or Rumble or whatever, why don't you guys subscribe? Subscribe to the channel. Hit the button. I got a little fancy. Smash thing. that like button. Smash it. Um, subscribe, I mean. And I just appreciate your guys' faithfulness. You know, without you guys, you know, we wouldn't be able to spread the positivity of Jesus and the gospel. We wouldn't be able to, you know, just hash out real-life issues people are trying to, to wrestle through. You know, that's... That's all you guys sharing and liking and all that. So please make sure you like and share this video. Comment on it, please. Let us know your thoughts if you have any questions. Um, other than that, man, I just love you guys. Appreciate you. Thank you for watching. He said it all. We love you. Appreciate you so much. We 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 truly do treasure this time to sit down Absolutely, and chat. Man. Guys, you don't have to have a camera to have real talk with people in your life. So hopefully mm. you're in your community with someone and you're having these kinds of discussions because that's what church right, is all about. It's about having um, relationships with people and living life together and figuring it all out because, man, you know, we need each other. Amen, um, Hey, the other thing to tell you guys is there's so many answers in the Bible. I know a lot of times the Bible gets a bad rap. It's boring. It's not. There's answers to life's greatest questions in there. Mm. Um, go check that out. <clears throat> the only other thing I say, if you're local in the area and you're curious about God, life, and all those kinds of things, <clears throat> you don't have a church home, come check us out. We meet here if you're within a couple hours even of, of Columbia City, Indiana. Uh, that's where we are. Boom. Um, we meet in the evenings, which is a little different on that's Sundays. Right. Uh, we have a, what we call community time, which is a free meal. We all come together and just eat together between 5 and 6, and then we have service between 6 and goes to like 7.15, 7.30-ish. Oh, yeah. Um, come check us out. We'd love to meet you in person. Uh, I think that's about it. He already said, man. if you guys would consider donating, especially if you don't go here, if this encouraged you at all, guys, we are not a mega church. We don't have no. tons of, of, of money. Um, the church that sponsors this show, we don't have all that. So even a, even $5 helps to go right back in the show. You can do that at www.theremnant.life slash give. You can do that from your phone right now. I'm going to give you a second to do it. There you go. And go down to the drop-down box to Real Talk, and you can do it. It's completely tax-deductible, so anything you do, you can claim in your taxes. Boom, Other than is. that, if this blessed you in any way, whether you're listening to any of our various particularly podcasts. If you give us yes. a review, oh yeah, uh, if, especially if it's a good one, um, but be specific. We really appreciate that. If you're sharing it on Facebook or you know all those kind of things, YouTube, um, if you're on YouTube, give us a like. If you're on Facebook, give us a like and a share. Guys, it really does help us reach more people. Absolutely. Other does. than that, um, I don't know. That's it. That's all I, I, think, I think that's everything. Yeah. We love you so much. Hope you guys have a great day, and we mean this truly. God bless you.